Welcome to the third Sunday of the month where the players host an hour of theatrical entertainment. I'm your host, Kay O'Brien, and we hope you enjoy our show and tell a friend and pass on the podcast link at WDRT.org. The Maltese philosopher Edward de Bono stated, There is no doubt that creativity is the most important human resource of all. Without creativity, there would be no progress, and we would forever be repeating the same patterns. Our programs collectively uses the creativity of all the players to tell our stories. Our current offering is our own homegrown radio series, Onomatopoeia, a tiny town on the karst. The players have imagined this place, which is reflective of our own lives here in the Driftless region of Wisconsin. In our last episode, the pilot of the series, the inhabitants of the town of Onomatopoeia gathered at Word's Bookstore, scented with the spring hope of hyacinths. The owner of Words, Mr. Binder, along with Giant Jim, Marion Hasty, and Miss Red, all asked Elevator to take them back to normal. Miss Hasty was distressed that her ring of power that was to enable her to become ruler of the world had been lost in the floods and then recovered a year later in the garden with a purple carrot growing through it but it no longer held its power. Miss Red, the Onomat laundry owner, was about to purchase an espresso machine and also wanted to obtain the town's first liquor license. A mysterious stranger arrives in town, proclaiming he will buy the town. Ching, ching. And now, episode two of Onomatopoeia by The Players. The tiny town of Onomatopoeia sits neatly tucked into the rolling limestone landscape with a gurgling river lazily winding its way across the valley. The Onomatopoeians that remain, for many, have been lured away by the promise of wealth in the upper crust, live a simple, rich life connected to nature. They congregate at a bookstore called Words. Good morning, Ms. Red. You're out and about early this morning. How can I help you today? Is all well at Onomat Laundry? All the laundries are washing right now, Mr. Binder. Pussy Willows. I have been up in the night thinking of new strange man who has come into our town. What do you think of him? Well, he is obviously a foreigner. Just like me. An onomatopoeia needs tourism. And he's a human being. So, our first thought is to welcome him with open arms. Just like me. Oh, Mr. Binder, everybody here in Anomatopoeia, yeah, 
yeah, yeah. Oh, welcome me with open arms, and here I am today, proud business owner in the town. I, I too believe we must be welcoming to strange man. Yeah, let's call him the stranger for now, until we learn more about him. He seems very mysterious. What is the word? Intriguing. Yeah. We need to wait before we cast judgment. But his proposal to buy the town does have me a bit concerned. More town monies. Ching, ching. Oh, Mr. Binder, I have not had hopes for man since I lost mine. Literally. Oh, stupid. But anyway... Now, a new man has walked into our lives, and he needs that long, dusty coat of his cleaned. (laughs) Then, Miss Red can maybe find out what he has in his pockets. You can tell a lot about a man by what he leaves behind in his pocket. Yeah. You know, people leave a lot of personal papers in the books they donate. I call it book scat. You can tell a lot about a person, even some secrets, by reading what they left. I will remember to always clean out my pockets before giving you my laundry. Oh, I don't think you have any secrets, Mr. Binder. Nobody could never question your motivation for anything. Well, there are many questions about the stranger that need answering. Who does he work for? If he's with the government, well, we've had enough frustration with the FEMA brothers after the last flood. Our little town does not need the government poking around here. I think Mr. Stranger comes from big money, (laughs) rivers of money, and he is looking to be helpful to tiny town. I think Mr. Stranger is a handsome man who has come to make our town great again. Handsome? How could you tell with that beard, dark glasses, and and hat? He's tall. Very, very tall. Tall and strong. Giant Jim, good morning. Ms. Red here was just saying that The stranger was tall, and it makes him strong. What do you think? Good morning, Mr. Binder. Ms. Red, as a big man myself, I can't say that size matters. It's all in how you use it. Grandma Gruber taught me, just because I was a big kid, that didn't mean I could be a bully. Oh, you are no bully, Mr. Jim Giant. You are one of most gentlest people I know. Maybe Stranger is long-lost brother of yours. No, I don't think so. I don't have a good feeling about this Stranger character. You don't? Well, shouldn't we welcome him as we would any tourist? But he's not a tourist. He wants to buy our town. I think his actions are suspicious. And as a small business owner in a small town, I need to protect my interests. I can feel it in my bones that something is not right. They creaked all night and I didn't get a wink of sleep. I need some coffee. Oh, Mr. Big Jim, remember how nice you were to me when I first was being here? You give me and grandbaby fresh baked pie. 
Hi, you knew nothing about us and yet were very welcoming. You made me feel we could stay in Tiny Town and now here I am with Ono Matt Laundry and brand new espresso machine. Come, I'll make you nice espresso. Okay. A lady and her granddaughter are easy to welcome. A dark man of little words is suspicious. Well, I could have been spy from foreign countries. I could have been bringing big bomb. Ms. Red, there is no way you could have been bringing a bomb. Never judge a book by its cover. <laughs> All right, Mr. Binder. Well, my word, but what a glorious day. I haven't felt this good in years. I slept so well and had wonderful dreams. Mmm. Hyacinths are still fragrant. Yes, and Mr. Stranger Man was smelling the hyacinths too, and that proves he is a good man. Good morning, Ms. Hasty. We were discussing the new arrival in town. <laughs> Just think, a man of means has walked into our town. He may be just what this town needs, a stoic personality. He doesn't look like a man of means. But he is a man of few words. I believe there are a lot of hidden words in him. Silence runs deep. Hopefully the money river runs deep too. I feel the power that money can bring. Oh, there you go again, Ms. Hasty, yearning for something out of your reach. Why can't you be happy with what you have right now instead of wishing for more? Dreams, my big man. We need our dreams to help get us through this most awful existence. Very true. I dream of leaving old country and war, and here I am today. Dreams come true. I and Grandbaby are very happy in Tiny Town. No fear of bombs dropping. No excitement, you mean. I mean, not that we want bombs dropping on us. But a tiny town needs new life breathed into it sometimes. New prospects, new money, and look, all of that might have just walked in the door. Hmm, maybe it was the ring that brought him here. Ms. Hasty, that ring has brought you nothing but trouble. All this chasing around for a power you cannot see. I really need that coffee. Not to be rude person, Mr. Binder, but I now have new espresso machine and would like to make espresso for everyone. If you are following me to the onomat. Oh, Mr. Binder, I need to talk to you about borrowing reading material for the laundry. Hmm. Well, of course. We can work something out. I also won't have to be making coffee every morning if you are providing coffee. There is room enough in Tiny Town for many coffees. You have your American fidget tea coffee, and I have European coffees. <laughs> More coffee for everyone. We work together on the coffees, yes? Well, uh, you know, the balance in a small town can shift rather quickly. I do believe we can work together, though. The more cooperation and sharing of our resources, the better it will be for everyone. There will be no coffee shortage in Onomatopoeia. 
Well, there has been a man shortage, and I do not think that we will be sharing this new handsome man who has walked into our midst. Oh, now, now, Marion Hasty, you watch yourself and don't go throwing yourself at that man. So, you think the stranger man is handsome? A tall drink of water that will refresh the palate. <laughs> I have four generations in the graveyard here, which means I am next in line for local happiness. I wonder if he's a cat person. He is a foreigner, just like me. Maybe that gives me the right to claim him as mine. Mm, I don't think it's right for anyone to claim anyone as anything. Let's gather the information and then make an informed decision together on how to welcome this person into town. Or how not to welcome him. It's him! It's him! It's him! him. Howdy, folks. Top of the morning. I sure could use some coffee this morning. Can we wrestle up a cup? Right this way. The coffee is always on in the lobby. Come, come. Wow, would you happen to have a Rosner? Chin, chin. A a Rosner? Mr. Piner, Giant Jim, what is a Rosner? And do we have it? Where can I put my hands on it? Ah, Mr. Stranger Man, I have Rosner at the Unomat across the street. Come with me. Wait, wait. I will get you whatever it is you want. Here, come with me. No, no, no. He is coming with me for espresso. A Rosner is a drop of the hard. (laughs) Miss Red understands. Very European. A drop of the hard? You mean alcohol? At this time of day? It clears my head. (sighs) Could I have a Gloria? Espresso with brandy. See, everyone? A sign that onomatopoeia... I said it! It's to be getting its first liquor license. Come, we will fix you up. How about washing the coat? Wait! If we're having a morning party, I'm inviting myself to it. Well, Giant Jim, looks like we're going to have some excitement in our tiny town. I'm not so sure how I feel about the alcohol. Sure could change us. Word, Mr. Binder. Yes. Words, words, words. And now for the Word of the Day brought to you by Words Bookstore in the tiny town of Onomatopoeia. With the not very big river running through it where words, words, words are stacked from floor to the ceiling. An elevator will take you there. Oh yes, I'll take you there. Today's word at Words is stoic. Repeat after me, stoic. Stoic. Stoic is a noun describing a person who lives a philosophical life according to the principles of Stoicism. Stoicism shows an inner tranquility of mind and certainty of moral worth. The ancient Stoic philosopher Seneca said, Our material bodies are governed by fate and inherently virtuous. The goal of humans is to live 
according to the rules of nature. My dog ate one of my neighbor's chickens yesterday, and my neighbor is not being stoic about it. He wants to shoot my dog. That's just the rule of dog. Doggy dog. A stoic person would say that we have control over our reactions when we have tranquility of mind and know our moral worth. We are able to show generosity, modesty, humility. With these traits, we can live in peace. Accepting that the way things are is the way things are is a path to peace? Correct. So it is not my problem that my dog ate the chicken? It is all in how my neighbor reacts to his chicken being eaten? Well, no. It, it, is, it is still your moral responsibility to leash your dog. That is the rule of dog owners. <laughs> it's still a dog-eat-dog world, however you look at it. Stoicism means working for the common good. How could you use good judgment in dealing with your neighbor for the common good of your neighborhood? Hmm, replace the chicken and tie up my dog? Very good. That should bring you to a place of gratitude for your neighbor and his chickens. Will he have gratitude for my dog then? That is not certain, because it all depends on how he reacts. So, if the neighbor still wants to shoot his dog, what good is being stoic? It's a dog-eat-dog world, I'm telling ya! Stoicism is doing the best with what you have where you are. If you do the best you can, using your good judgment, humility, and gratitude, you should be able to come to an agreement with your neighbor. Can I give my neighbor some stoicism? Stoicism is a philosophy, not a commodity. It is something that needs to be practiced. Sounds like a social skill. Can't teach an old dog new tricks. I always thought stoicism was someone who had no emotions, someone who doesn't complain. That is a definition but it is not the philosophy. If you bottle up your emotions, you are not living a life of gratitude. Being a martyr is not a Stoic philosophy. Sounds like I have to change my perception of my neighbor and his chickens. Thank you for helping with today's Word at Words, Stoic. Remember to stop in at Words Bookstore, where words are packed floor to ceiling, and books will help you change your perceptions of life. Step right up. Step right up all aboard. I'm ready to take you there. Step right up for the ride of your life. Hello, my friends. Greetings. Uh... Fellow travelers, what was I gonna say? Uh, step, step up, step, yeah, step up. Come on, come on. The elevator, you don't sound quite like yourself. Are you all right? Mister Elevator sounds a little tipsy. I think he had a bit of Rosner on his gears this morning. Come on, let's have a little bit of fun today. Well. 
I've never seen Elevator in an altered state before. Altered state? Well, I'll tickle your altar. (laughs) We all need a little change of our perceptions once in a while. Sometimes a little nip or two or ten (laughs) is helpful. I don't think it's good to be drinking and elevating. Oh, for heaven's sake. Step through the doors of perception and let's go. I'm getting impatient. (sighs) Doors closing, doors closing. Come on. Next stop, an alteration of your state of being. Doors opening. Watch your step. <laughs> Whoa. I've never seen so many doors. Oh, the doors are moving. Here comes one now. And it's swallowed us right up. What an interesting sensation. I feel like I have been sucked up a tube. Where's my hair? Well, what a cozy little bar. I think Elevator was right. Perhaps we should have a cocktail to smooth out this morning's cocktails. (laughs) The sign is saying, Sloppy Joe's? Is American Sandwich Place? Sloppy Joe's, that was the hangout of Ernest Hemingway. Key West in the 1930s. If I'm not mistaken, isn't that him at the end of the bar? Maybe he's Mr. Stranger. No, no, I'm pretty sure that's Mr. Hemingway. American authors and their daytime drinking. One would think they were unable to put a word to paper without a tall, stiff drink. I drink to make other people more interesting. Excuse me? Hemingway said that. Well, pass me a martini and perhaps it will help me appreciate you all a little bit more. Miss Hasty, it's not good to be drinking gin mixed with brandy from this morning. Well, just give me a mixed drink then. Bartender, around for all my friends. Chin chin! Salute! My beer gals, if we're not mistaken, we will soon be consumed by another door! Whoa! I think we left the bar and entered a diner. It's, it's original Starbucks in American city of Seattle. Sauntering doors, knowing we need a strong cup of black coffee now. When, when I was training at the farm, that is Camp Perry to use civilians, we lived on coffee. The caffeine chased away the cobwebs of the brain and tuned up the body engine and made it tick 
One of the few addictions allowed in our line of service. The library service? The military service. Before the library. I love a good cup of coffee to go with a good book. I like coffee. I like tea. I love the Java Jive and it loves me. Coffee and tea and jiving at me. A cup, a cup, a cup, a cup, a cup. Slip me a slug from that wonderful mug. And I'll cut you a rug and I'm snug in a jug. And you need your coffee, everyone. Whoa. This place is strange. Colors, colors everywhere, vibrating colors. These are not like the colors back at home. These colors are going to talk to us. Oh, wow. Wonderful color. Not a brown or a black or a white color anywhere. I could eat this color. Look at furniture that's calling to us. Look oh. like oh, great big pillows of smoke. Oh, it is hazy in here. Everything is spinning. I'm not sure I want to be here anymore. Oh my goodness. Do you see what I see? A giant white rabbit? Yep, that's what I'm seeing. Excuse me, uh, white rabbit. Can you tell us exactly where we are? Man, you are where you are. This is the place. But where is here exactly? Free your mind, man, and enter into the inner consciousness, the center of knowing, of being, the place where you'll get your expansion pack, man. Chill. What nonsense! I want to speak to the manager! Oh, well, Karen, there is no manager here. You are the captain of your own soul. Look around and see your own third eye staring back at you. Oh, how are we supposed to do that? Open the doors of perception. Oh, I don't think so. What is he Oh, good heavens. Well, now what happens? I'm getting tired. We practice patience, Ms. Hasty. Whoa. Hey, do I look taller? I feel I'm getting taller. Hey, you guys down there. No, you're shrinking. Giant Jim, you're getting smaller. No, I think the room is getting bigger. Oh, she was running away from us, leaving us behind. <laughs> I feel like time is slowing down. I feel my head is going to bust through the ceiling. 
There is the ceiling. There is no ceiling. Oh no. Jim, Jim, stop shrinking or you will disappear. Everything is out of proportion. Nothing makes sense. We're all askew. My perceptions of life are all out of whack. Hang on, now the floor is shifting too, wobbling and waving, turning to liquid. I never felt so large. No, Jim, you are so small. The furniture is changing. Transforming. Mr. Binder, Mr. Binder, has turned into a book. Quick, everyone, that couch. That couch is turning into a winged ship. Jump on board! I'll rescue Mr. Binder! Oh, Jim, you're way too small! I want normal now! Take us home, elevator! Hurry! There is no place like home. Oh, hurry, elevator! Hey, elevating, hurry! I need a nap! Hurry up! I'm getting cranky! Doors closing! Mind the gap! And now, Onomatopoeia's Social Skill of the Day, brought to you by Missy Molly's Mystic Medicinals on Main Street. Microdosing for macro effect. Today's social skill is patience to start. Please describe what patience means to you. Patience is the ability to wait patiently. The ability to remain calm during an emergency. The ability to stand in line without becoming annoyed. Last weekend I went skiing and the person in front of me renting equipment couldn't decide on what size and could he look at those over there and oh, which boots should I choose and could he try those? Meanwhile, the snow is melting, the day is melting, and I am melting. How am I supposed to be patient? How about when the person in line ahead of you at Culver's has an excruciating order? They keep asking their four-year-old what he wants, and they recite the menu over and over and over. I want to ram their car. This is like... When the light turns green and the person in the car in front of you has her nose and her cell phone, I want to ram their car. Here is what Marcus Aurelius said to help us practice patience. Marcus Aurelius? The Caesar guy killed by son Commodus in the movie Gladiator? That guy. He was famous for being a Stoic philosopher more than being a Caesar. Until the movie came out, Marcus Aurelius said, Nothing is encouraging as when virtues are visibly embodied in the people around us. When you need encouragement, think of the qualities of the people around you. One person has the quality of generosity. Another has the quality of modesty. Another is energy, and so on. Yeah, energy. (laughs) Some people have that. Yeah, from drinking espressos at the Onomat laundry. I don't have any energy these days. I'm telling you, espressos at the Onomat laundry. 
Think of a time in your life when someone practiced patient energy with you. My dad was really patient when I was learning to drive stick shift. I killed our car so many times, but he said, that's okay, let's try again. Just let the clutch out slow this time. My piano teacher was patient. My fingers are sausages and kept hitting the wrong keys, but she never complained. She said, just keep practicing. My lawnmower is patient with me. I don't check the oil. I use various kinds of gas, never clean the oil filter, and I run over roots and branches all the time. But that mower keeps mowing because the grass has to be cut. Patience is doing what we need to do in the present moment, despite what is happening around us, like sipping an espresso to pass the time at the Onomat Laundry while you wait for your laundry to be done. If you focus on what you need to do with tolerance to outside forces, you are being patient. But outside forces, namely people, make having patience almost impossible sometimes. We all get caught in these difficult situations. Seneca, another famous Stoic philosopher from ancient Rome said, others have been plundered, discriminated, set upon, betrayed, beaten up, attacked with poison, or with cruelty. Mention anything you like. It has happened to plenty of people. Wait, let me get this straight. When something bad happens to me, you are saying that it has already happened to many others, so I should stop complaining? That it's supposed to make me feel patient? I don't want to be one of many. I want to feel special. I am a senior citizen and am entitled to be first in line. <laughs> That's why I always carry my Glock. It makes people very patient around me. Thank you for participating in today's social skill, patience. <laughs> my Glock has the patience of a saint. And now we take a trip outside to the back of Words Bookstore, where the town dogs play in the woods by the gurgling river. It's a warm day. The sounds and smells of spring awakening the dog's senses as Maisie, the elected mayor dog of Onomatopoeia, calls them to order. Ruff, 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 ruff. Puka, Puka, you big black country dog. Get your nose out of that snow pile and come. Puka, come. I smell a foal down there. I feel it rumbling. It's my job to dig him up. Puka, now. Okay, Mrs. Mayor. Now I regret voting for you. Hey, Puka. How you doing? I, I know it's hard to let the critters go, but us dogs gotta do our part. And listen to Mayor Maisie. Hey, Bert. How you doing? It's not often we're both in town at the same time. Yeah, we're both kind of strangers in town, being from the country. Good to sniff at you, buddy. 
You're looking a bit down. Well, yes I am. You see, I'm a white dog, and I feel a bit guilty about that. I feel kind of all black on the inside. Oh, Bert. I think we're all the same color on the inside. I mean, I feel a bit gloomy. Both Maisie and I are black dogs, and neither of us feel gloomy, so how can black mean gloomy? Puka! Puka! Bert! Come on, you guys! Ruff! 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 I've done so many bad boy things in my life, and I'm bogged down by the guilt of it all. All those dogs I've hurt. Not to mention the other animals I've eaten. Word, buddy. Puka! Just hold your knickers there, Maisie. We're coming. Jeez, that Maisie. Anyway, we have all done things that are bad, Bert. Each day we start anew and try not to do bad things. We try to err as human to forgive K-9. Come on, come, come, listen up. Ruff, ruff, I call this meeting of the onomatopoeia dogs to order. Roll call, Puka. Woof. Bert. Woof. Bo. Woof. Matcha and Mabel. Yep, yep. Woof. Frankie the pug. I'm not participating. Frankie the pug. Okay, I'll talk to you later about this, Frankie. Now, on today's agenda, I have to report that there is a new man in town, a stranger. Does anyone have a sense of what kind of human he is? He seems just fine. Just fine? We saw him checking things out around town. Around town? He has good smelling things in his pockets. His pockets? We, we think he should, should stay. stay. Should stay. Should stay. No, no, stop talking. No, be quiet. Rules of order. Hush. Puka, dog of country smells, what is your opinion of this stranger? Well, Maisie, grr, there's something about him I do not trust. I think he has a funny smell. I can't quite place a paw on it. He acts friendly, but I think that is something to throw us off his scent. I'm going to keep an eye on him when I'm in town. Thank you. Thank you, Puka. Bert, what is your opinion of the stranger? As a white dog, I'm learning not to judge people, and we don't have any evidence that he is a bad man with bad intentions, so I think we should wait. <laughs> hey, everybody! Hey, everybody! M- Miss Maisie! Miss Maisie! Mayor! Ma- ma'am! I just met the stranger! Tulip! Tulip! Good to have you join us! Even though you don't vote, as you are a homeless dog. Yeah, 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 but, 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 but 
you know, feeds me, and the stranger human carries great treats in his pockets. Jerky! I want him to be my human, as we are both strangers and we belong together! Oh, Tulip, you silly, silly girl. You have to be aware of humans and not go throwing yourself at them for jerky. Humans cut off my tail and beat me before I found a good human. Ruffler Bodog, he has some experiences. I hope many dogs never have. Your words are wise. Roof, this stranger human could turn our dog park into an industrial park. (laughs) As your mayor, everybody, I suggest we all keep our ears open and our noses to the ground to find out what this strange human is up to. Now, here is my recommendation for town patrol. Puka and Bert. I have to pee. I have to pee. Well, hurry up, because now I have to water that same spot. Oh, do hurry up. I need to squat there, too. Oh, you guys. Now I have to also... Get, get, get a move on, you guys. Yeah, wait your turn. <laughs> we drank a lot of water after our morning walk. Hey, morning walk. Isn't that a nice walk, Mabel? Yeah. Oh, yes, it was. Extra special this morning. This morning, I, I feel so much better now. Better. <laughs> better now. <laughs> okay. Your turn. Now, listen, for Pete's sake, couldn't you all have done your business before we got to this business? I have to go do other business now. Wait, Bo! Look, Bert, a squirrel on the wire up there. Let's get him! Scarrow! So much for patience in Robert's Rules of Order. Oh well, it's a dog's life. It's time for Sound of the Day, brought to you by Jim Giant's Pawn Shop, where inanimate objects rule the day with their wisdom of the past. Giant Jim will play a secret sound, and the first caller to identify the secret sound wins a cherry pie that Jim bakes himself. Here's today's sound. Call in to guess that sound. The cherry pie just came out of the oven. Okay, here we go. First caller. I know that sound. It's a toilet plunger. No, sorry. This is a hard one. Hello, caller. Can you name the sound? Oh, I know what it is for sure. That is easy. It is the sound of an octopus being pulled off the aquarium glass. 
You are right. That was the sound of an octopus being pulled off of aquarium glass. Come on down to Giant Jim's Pawn Shop to pick up your fresh baked pie and have a cup of coffee on us while we chat. Wow, that really was smart. What a good caller. And now we return to Words Bookstore for an end of the day recap. That certainly was an unusual day. I had to take a nap after that elevator ride. I was exhausted. I had really weird dreams. I drink too much coffee for napping. Oh, but I feel strangely better after journey on elevating. New way of looking at life makes my simple life feel stable. Well, I am just drained. I, I love the drama of changing perceptions, but we ended up back where we started. That always happens with Elevator, Ms. Hasty. You know that. He takes us where we need to go. He shows us what we need to see. I think he was telling us we need to look at life from different angles. Give us a better sense of where we fit in in this crazy world. Well... I am grateful to be here in Anomotopoya with my friends. Howdy, folks. If anybody would like to share a piece of pie with me, I would be happy to have you join me. Well. If this isn't a delivery to end the day with, hello. You're the pie winner? Just wait here. Hello, ma'am. Have you heard? Have you heard the word? We have the proof. Human salvation will come from the woof. Hello, I am Ms. Posley, founder of the Church of Dog. I come to your town today to spread the good word, the word of dog. Our canine friends will save the world if we would only listen. Greetings, ma'am. I'm a lover of dogs, but have no companions right now. My good man, I can share the word with you. Would you like to meet for coffee later? Oh. <laughs> Not on my own, Matt. Okay, now here's a pamphlet for you, and you, and you, <laughs> and you. Oh my goodness! That looks just like the ring I lost in the ocean five years ago. There must be magic in this town. My ring? The ring of power is yours! Tune in next month, the third Sunday of each month, to find out who this new dog lover in town is. Does the ring of power really belong to her? What will the people of Onomatopoeia do? Will they embrace this newcomer with Midwestern nice? Or will they circle their wagons to protect their beloved cars from the non-Midwestern folk who come waving money and salvation? Pussy Willows. 
Pussy Willows? Ah, the catkins of the Pussy Willows. <laughs> you have been listening to The Players and their homegrown radio series, Onomatopoeia. The players this month are Brad Otto, Jerry and Wellhouse, Celie Wolf, Kyle Martz, Craig Anderson, David Oldenburg, Tanya Burke, Malou Wilkie, and Carl Schlecht. The players collectively write the series. We are an Ono Think Tank. And this month's main writers are Kay O'Brien, Kyle Martz, David Oldenburg, Malou Wilkie, and Jerry and Wellhouse. Sound design and editing by Brad Otto with Kay O'Brien. Sound engineering by Evan Blattner. Music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech Music with contributions by Michael Ooston. Thanks to Chicory Ditch Cottage in Gaze Mills for hosting our writing sessions. This program is recorded at WDRT in Viroqua. Podcasts of our show are available online at WDRT.org. Remember to tune in the third Sunday of every month for another episode of Onomatopoeia by the Players. I'm your host, Kay O'Brien, wishing you an abundance of creativity each and every day because words matter. Well, I'll be damned, Pussy Willows. Mm. Pussy Willows galore. Sitting on a fence saying, hey, little brother, look what we got for you. We're going to rope off an area, put on a show from the Canadian border down to Mexico. It might be the most potentially gross thing we could possibly do.
hardly a chance to enjoy it And it's too bad that they took you so far And they let you have stranded But at least